Welcome to the Depth Chart Podcast. My name is Freddie Maggot. I'm joined by Nick Roush in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Nick, uh, the Depth Chart Podcast is 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 proud to sponsor Resort Perform. If you look a little tired today, you look a little down. Maybe you need to rehydrate a little bit, my man. Man, it's been a crazy week. And Freddie, I'm. This isn't me plugging an ad, but like just for the sake of plugging. But I, I have been doing that that intermittent fasting stuff and. You got to drink clear wick liquids, and water just doesn't do it for me. So I really do need up my game with some some shield from Sword Performance to get those electrolytes in, because that that's what really what you're missing when you're just drinking water. Hey man, life is thirsty work. Uh, life is thirsty work, but water and traditional sports drinks just don't cut it. Created in Kentucky, Sword Performance offers Shield, which you love and I love. A brand new innovation in the sports drink world with bold fruit flavors, balanced electrolytes, and natural ingredients. Shield hydrates better and faster than water and quenches thirst for anyone, anytime. Go ahead and be relentless. Shield always has you covered. Hydrate now with a bottle of Shield available at your local Kentucky convenience stores. Learn more at drinksword.com. Built in the brew glass, built by Sword Performance. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're dragging today, Nick. I can see you uh, on the Zoom here, man. It's I feel old. for you. Young, young dad. Yeah, you're having a young dad day, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just tired and doesn't want to sleep, which is just the yeah. worst combination. So, yeah. Uh, and then we're going on the road later today. So, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, the life is thirsty work motto, and like, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, let's, get, really let, let's get rolling with some footballing man to get you mm-hmm. uh, get you on the road uh will levis was named the starting quarterback by mark stoops i found the the timing of it surprised me uh, I, I didn't think that it would be announced that soon mm-hmm. but after after stoops uh, uh, uh talked about it it made perfect sense uh joey gate uh, joey gatewood uh, who was most likely, in my opinion, I had him graded Levis, Allen, then Gatewood. Uh, when that announcement came out, it gave Joey time to transfer, find another team, get into camp, which he has at, at Central Florida. So good for him. But uh, it was clear in the open practices that, that Levis had the arm talent, had the arm strength, uh, that that the ball, just it just looks different when he throws the football. Uh, it was it was the obvious choice for, for Levis to be named starter, but I thought the timing was good, and, and it goes to Mark Stoops, you know, really caring about his players and the players' first team, and it, which allowed Joey Gatewood the time to adequate time to transfer. Yeah, and here's the thing too that uh, I think part of the new era of the transfer portal is not only finding the best options, but also being a good partner when somebody wants to transfer because you yeah that you develop a reputation if not you know you don't want to be you know i I know malzahn who gatewood's going back to had kind of a rep for for being a jerk or you know wanting to withhold uh back whenever they had to like seek approval and stuff some of those coaches had a bad rep stoops is making sure that he's not damaging relationships because you know, that, that word gets around quickly. Uh, and yeah. as, as good as Kentucky played the portal this offseason, uh, you don't want to t- 
tarnish that just by trying to keep a guy around that heck might not even play for you. You know, you feel pretty, you feel yeah. good about Will Levis. Bo Allen is really coming along. And, and I think of all the remarks he made is that part of the reason was like, Hey, Bo went out there and he, he's earned every bit of it to get reps with the yeah. team. He played well. So I, yeah, that's as noteworthy as anything that happened in that competition. I think Kentucky feels as if they they have two start quarterbacks with Levis and, and with Bo Allen. I think Bo, like you said, really came on strong uh, during fall camp. Uh, I was in, incredibly impressed by him during the open practice. Re- extremely accurate in intermediate throws. Can get the ball downfield. Very smart. Uh, understands the offense. Understands the playbook. Impressed by him. But Levis is a starter. And with that, Nick Roush. Will Levis better be good because he's calling his shot. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. He is calling his shot here. So so he better be good, uh, you know, with, with the banana and the dancing and, and everything that he's doing. Uh, he's put himself out there. Yeah. So that just shows me, I mean, he's a confident young man. You want that in your quarterback. You want your quarterback to be confident. You want them – I mean, to to a certain extent, you want them to be confident, but uh, he's called a shot, man. So he, mm-hmm. he best back it up and on the on the game field. Yeah, the uh, man, <laughs> I, I I appreciate him showing a little more personality. Um, yeah, you know, I enjoy that. I don't think when he shared that banana video that he expected to become the banana guy. No. I, right. I, I th- that was uh, a little unintended um but nevertheless he uh that's what he got <laughs> yeah that's what he got but but my question is will levis the perfect example of a college quarterback in 2021 by effectively using social media with the banana with the dance and everything else he does to influence uh, name, image, and likeness, to put his name out there, put, to put his personality out there. He's already uh, entered the transfer portal and came to Kentucky. Uh, even though he's a grad transfer, he could have played immediately anyway. But is is Will Levis the sign of what's coming with with college quarterbacks? Uh, look at look at the uh, uh, the kid from Texas that 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 reclassified just didn't play a senior year so he could make money on his name image and likeness at Ohio state. You know, he does all the social media stuff. So is Will Levis the new age quarterback that we should expect to see going forward? Yeah, that's, that's, that's well said Freddie, because I, I hadn't thought of it that way, but he really has embodied the two big aspects of what's next in college football. That is the Porter and NIL. So, um, yeah, Still waiting on that Chiquita sponsorship, though. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, with all that said, uh, I, I think he is going to be uh, good. Uh, how good, I don't know. I can't wait to see. But, again, when when you put yourself out there like he has, you become vulnerable. So, to me, that says he's confident in what he's good within the system that Cohen brought. He's confident because he – what he sees this Kentucky offense is going to be able to do. Uh, and that's a good sign for me, uh, you know, and I'm old, you know, I'm an old school guy, but I absolutely love seeing these kids having fun. Like Will Levis. I enjoy uh, seeing personality at that position that we've not seen since Jared Lorenzen. If, if you think about it, uh, yeah. Kentucky's, 
really, I mean, traditionally are, are, uh, are not that personable. I mean, you know, including yeah. me. I mean, yeah, if you go back, you... Rans Ransdale, Ransdale was personable because uh, he, he would have made a, a fortune off name, image, and likeness. Man, and he had, there were stories, I can remember reading stories in the paper uh, showing him uh, shaving uh, his number into the side of his mullet. I mean, that, that was <laughs> – that was like, whoa, what is this, uh, wrestling, you know what I mean? And then, and then you get Jared Lorenzen, who, you know, God bless his soul, and we love and miss Jared, was very personable. And now I think you have to go back to Jared to find a Kentucky quarterback uh, that has the personality that Will Levis has shown in his short stay in Lexington. Freddie, I think you're selling yourself short. DJ Cool, I mean, would have been perfect uh on the tiktok just break dance <laughs> on that cardboard you would have been a tiktok superstar <laughs> yeah i don't know man i mean that's that's just uh it's just the way it is in 2021 and listen uh you know i, I know there's two two ways to look at it old school new school whatever i'm old and i'm old school but i'm loving all this personality from these kids i think it's wonderful uh it shows me that they're having fun and listen it's a game they should be having fun so I appreciate everything that is involved with Will Levis, but I'm ready to see him play on the game field. And that's what that that's what I'm excited to do. Quarterback competitions, Nick Rouse, at this college level are, are tough. Only one of you can play. And, and I was involved every year I was at Kentucky, I was in a quarterback competition. I really don't like talking about when I played, but this is kind of it fits. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Yeah, one, one few, one of you lost a few. Uh, even my senior year, even though I was not 100% because of my shoulder, you know, I went from first team to fourth team, and that, that was not easy. So when the quarterback, when the, when the decision and the announcement are made, uh, those are days that you, that you take with you. Those are things that, that stick with you throughout your career. One year I was named the starting quarterback because – uh, uh, Chuck Broughton, who was a starter, got injured in fall camp, and I, I was pushed into that role. You know, the next year I battled Brad Smith, Ryan Hockman, and, and, and those guys and, uh, and, and won the starting position. Even though, And then, you know, then my last year I didn't. So, you know, it's tough. Uh, quarterbacks are alpha competitors. Quarterbacks want responsibility. Quarterbacks want the ball in their hands. And when you're told that, hey, somebody does it better than you, uh, that hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. That hurts. But then you still have to remain uh, – you still have to sustain a working relationship with the other quarterbacks in the room. It's just a – it's a sensitive area. Uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people talk about or really, you know, understand. But, you know, it, 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 it's a personality dynamic within the quarterback room. So, okay. Will Levis, you're the starter. Bo Allen, you're backup. Now you still got Kyra Sharon and uh, uh, Nick Scalzo in the room. Yeah. So and somebody's got to play scout team. So I mean, there's a it's a strange dynamic, but uh, it's tough. And, and I'm and glad you like, got that out of the way. Right, right. And it's not like other positions where guys are rotating in and stuff like that. It, it's and, and especially whenever the guys are signal caller, you know, like on defenses, the Michael linebacker takes that role, but other people can partake in it you know like yeah i play defensive end but i'd help get the signs in and stuff like that quarterback is yeah. is a completely different animal so um you know especially for folks like 
you know, you just compete and try to get that. Like, it's different. Things change when the pecking order is established. They've established it early. And I think another positive uh, effect from that is you aren't waiting around all camp trying to figure out who the guy is going to be. So the team can kind of rally around them, develop a little bit of continuity. So uh, I think ultimately it's going to help this team down the road that they made this decision earlier. And Freddie, when we went to open practice on Tuesday, they opened it up for the media. We saw Dare Rosenthal at left tackle, Darian Kennard at right tackle. Yeah. We kind of anticipated that all along. It was just a matter of it happening. <clears throat> yeah. But Mark Stoops making those decisions that early told me that he's just not messing around this year. He knows he's got no, a good no. team. And we're – all right, enough this dilly-dallying around. We aren't going to waste another week of camp playing you guys out of position, giving reps to guys that don't need them. We need to work on – what we do best we need to be at our best i'm not messing around anymore let's put guys where they belong and move forward uh it tells me that he he, he really likes his team well i mean there's a couple things nick uh that tells me he likes this team and listen with so much change on the horizon for the in the sec 2021 is the year to strike for kentucky this is the year to make some serious noise with a new offense with chris rodriguez jr with 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 up to potentially nine starters that are seniors on defense, uh, with Luke Fortner coming back for a sixth year, Kentucky. All signs are pointing to me for me that Kentucky and Mark Stoopson specifically understands he's got a good football team, and with so much unknown that's going to happen in the conference, it's this year we have to do, make a serious move this year. So let's let's evaluate what personnel moves Mark Stoops has done during fall camp. Isaiah Cummings from wide receiver to tight end. From all indications, that that's that's going to be a move that's going to pay off for the offense and for Isaiah Cummings. Uh, he is he is playing extremely well in camp. He brings the tight end position a, a different dynamic of a pass catcher uh, after the injury to Keaton Upshaw and adds to that room with Brendan Bates and Justin Rigg. That's a personnel move. Uh, uh, Donut Drennan from wide receiver to running back. That's another per that's another personnel move. And then I think you, you mentioned it earlier, Kennard back to right tackle, Rosenthal at left tackle, because Rosenthal was too talented to not be on the football field somewhere. You're not going to move Rosenthal to guard. I mean, he's nope. not a guard. So where is his natural position? Where can this Kentucky offensive line be the best that it can be on day on game one, September 4th? And that's Rosenthal at left tackle, Kennard at right tackle. Let's talk about Darren Kennard's move from left back to right. He's a team guy. I, I think, you know, Darren Kennard is a, is a consensus first-team All-American. When a consensus first-team All-American says, yeah, I, it makes more sense for the team for me to move back to right tackle from left tackle, let's do it. That speaks volumes to me, Nick. One, to Darren Kennard's personality. Two, uh, to the big, the, it adds to me another uh, uh, another high point of the big big blue wall. You know, it's selfless John Slarman. That John Slarman had so much influence in that move that Darren Kennard uh, said, "Listen, I'll move back." Kentucky's offensive line is better with those two on the field at the same time. All these signs are telling, and naming Levis a starter. These signs are telling me that Mark Stoops thinks, does thinks he has a good team. Yeah, and uh, it, it certainly uh, should get you fired up for this fall. 
Um, I, I think before we get on a few more reasons why should we should get excited, Freddie, we got to mention that there was a, a, a chink in the armor uh, yeah. Thursday afternoon when uh, we discovered that six Kentucky Wildcats have been charged stemming from an incident that happened in March where, uh, yeah. long story short, it was a frat, part, frat party fight. And uh, from all intents and purposes, nothing sounded too out of the ordinary, uh, except that Vito Tisdale allegedly possessed a gun. Um, and that kind of certainly takes things to another level. Um, they were all charged with burglary. They're set to appear in court Friday. We don't really know the extent of, of what's next or what's to come. Um, but we do know that this certainly there's, there's plenty more that we're going to find out. Uh, the yeah. th this isn't something that everybody just found out about yesterday. Uh, the school, actually the university the, we called it J board, Freddie, the judicial board, they've even, uh, had their own personal investigation and cleared the students and the players. They weren't with the team when that happened. Uh, when, once they were cleared, they returned to the team. They were practicing this week. So, um, now law enforcement has decided to get involved. So, um, they're being arraigned Friday and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, uh, it was really helpful to understand the situation by watching, uh, uh Matt, Jones uh, on his video that he did, which is mm -hmm. on the site. Yes. So I, I suggest everybody to to go to the, go to the site and, and read that post and watch Matt's video because that explains it a little better. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, that that was something that you know you don't need distractions in fall camp, and that certainly is a distraction, right? And right. something that's going to have to be dealt with. And for from a personnel standpoint. Uh, again, I, we I, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if these players are going to be available or not available. Uh, but looking, there there was some significant names on that yeah. list yeah. Uh, that 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 are set to to contribute. Tom McLean, mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Phillips, too deep. Yeah, yeah too deep. Vito Tisdale, too deep. I mean that that's that that's a couple major players. So uh, again, I, again, not not rushing the judgment. Uh, uh, I suggest folks go to Matt Jones, uh, that post on KSR to, to have a better understanding of the situation. And, and we just got to sit back and let it play out right in front of us. Yeah. And there's another situation that's playing out in front of us. The, the alliance between the PAC 12, big 10 and ACC. And, yeah. uh, Freddie, I gotta say, this is one of the funnier things I've ever seen happen in all of college sports. Uh, yeah. It means absolutely nothing. No. We are forming an alliance together. It has no financial <laughs> concerns. It has nothing to do with scheduling. It means absolutely nothing. They're just saying, ACC, why are you being so mean to us? Why are you being better yeah. than we are? We need to, we got to band together. It's, it's, it's really just the most hilarious PR nothing burger, maybe in the history of PR nothing burgers. Well, I mean, this, this is, this is be honest here. When we're talking about, uh, college football, the future of college football, it's about the SEC. It's about the Texas-Oklahoma move. And then there's two other teams out there that are in play, Ohio State in the Big Ten and Clemson in the ACC. Clemson, in my opinion, with or without this alliance, the biggest winner in realignment with Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC is Clemson. 
I mean, let's just be honest. They're, they their schedule they play they play in the ACC. Let's just put it that way. Not a good league last year at all. So play Georgia week one, and then a bunch of ACC teams before South Carolina, who's got a GA playing quarterback at the last game of the season. So Clemson is the biggest winner because uh, you know if if this alliance thing does or does not work. You're going to have the SEC beating themselves up, cannibalizing within the conference. Clemson's just going to coast through and then get to the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's chasing the SEC. It's been that way for decades, and it's going to continue to be. Uh, you know, I just see, you know, I, I think the writing's on the wall for super conferences and, and for if there's going to be an alliance or, or a pact or a, an agreement among the Power Five, it's going to be to break away from the NCAA is what I see. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Freddie. Um, yeah, it uh, it's uh, it's. I just think it's funny that like that their their way of striking back is like you know what we're gonna band together. Like what? <laughs> well, I I learned something new that Fox had. What's that called? The Big Game Countdown or something? Big, their, big news Saturday. Game. I had no idea that existed until I saw it on the news this week. Yeah, that's the thing. No. Mm-hmm. I, who who would have known? I mean, I thought everybody watched game day. I, I mean, I didn't even know that existed. And why do you have a noon game day thing with a Pac-12? What's that, that? Nine o'clock out there? You know, <laughs> eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, right. it's just it's just weird. I mean, it's just strange. The SEC, just like it's always been, is is steps ahead. It just means more. Uh, it, it's the best league in America, and it's not even close. And throughout this realignment. You know, it, it's hurt some people's feelings to to come to the reality that football is the only thing that matters as far as the business side of college athletics, uh, and that's that's where the powers are lining up. And uh, you know, welcome Sooners, welcome Longhorns. It's, you know, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, we mentioned earlier, Nick Isaiah Cummings moved to tight end. Uh, Cummings from Mel High School there in Louisville. You've watched him play several times in high school. Uh, you know, fantastic player for the Bulldogs, comes to Kentucky, uh, was a receiver at, what, 6'4", 230 or something of that nature. So, something like that, uh, yeah. Make, makes a lot of sense for him to move the tight end, and I think it's going to be a great addition to use him as that flex tight end, as the pass-catching threat, vertical routes, seam routes, play-action pass, things that he can isolate on, linebackers, strong safeties, and win those one-on-one matchups. And, and brings a receiving threat from that tight end position because we already know that Justin Rigg and Brendan Bates are, are two of the better uh, block online blocking tight ends in the conference. Now you bring in uh, Cummings, and he's a threat. No, definitely. And, man, <laughs> just seeing him out there at practice, it, as Stoop said, he gives you something different. You know, he caught a really nice yeah. flag route, nice little corner route out there. But – I Man, it there's definitely times where he's still figuring some things out, you know, like you know, we saw him go up to the line and then then you try to go to the other side. I was like, nope, you actually had it right the first time. So he's trying to he's still rewiring his brain a little bit to where, you know, typically if they called right, he was an X receiver, he probably went to the left every time. So now he's got to yeah. just rethink that. Um, and you know, there's gonna be some growing pains, but just skill set wise. I mean, he he had one. 
I don't know what you call the route where it it looks like you're on Madden they would call it a zig out, but you'd line up in the slot and it almost looks like you're going to do a crossing route and then you plant your foot and you open yeah. your outside shoulder and hit the sideline. I mean, he's going to make linebackers look silly doing that, you know. And yeah, he, he, he he's is. so wide. I mean, he's just he he gives the position a lot, and uh, you know the early reviews have been better than expected. Yeah, I mean, I think I think his ad- adaptation to tight end has been uh, quicker than expected, and I think uh, he's going to be a significant factor in the offense. Uh, he's no, going to be a no go-to on third it. down. Yeah, uh, young pass catchers, Nick. Um, you know, again, Kentucky receivers have been under the microscope for years now. Was it the system? Was it personnel? What was it that that Kentucky receivers uh, didn't flourish in recent years? And, and we can make arguments on both sides, and we have done so at length. So to a nauseating but, extent. <laughs> but what what does it say when your two top second year wide receivers are now playing other positions? Donut Drennan moved to running back. Isaiah Cummins to tight end. So there's going to be some young pass catchers that that get into the rotation uh, this fall. Chauncey Magwood, who I loved on signing day, uh, has has been singled out for for his play during fall camp. Chris Lewis and Rashawn Lewis, both of them guys, also uh, getting praise from the coaching staff. And Mikael Crowdis was getting positive reviews before he got injured. So I think you're going to see some of these young pass catchers in the rotation. And I think Kentucky likes their ability to stretch the field. No, um, I, I do as well. It's just a matter of developing some consistency. Yeah. Watching that practice, Freddie, you got a lot of, oh, man, what a great play. Uh, Crooms, Tay-Tay Crooms was the most, the biggest piece of evidence where he, he you know, he, he gets loose on a go route, 60 yards, put it right on about Will Levis. A few reps later, he's got to run a slant route, and he just gets bullied on the route. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just doesn't yeah, even get yeah. off the line. So, like – uh the, you know that that's where this group it's always been their their problem has been consistency so yeah um whoever emerges I, you're obviously going to have guy like i think Rasan lewis is probably going to be i like that look at liking him to bouvier kind of not in the same way that they make plays but maybe in the amount that bouvier and charles walker did where it's like you can count on him for a few good plays a game not yeah. a ton, not a ton of snaps, but he's going to make some good plays. Uh, and you, I, I think that's where he he's kind of going to find a role. But elsewhere, it's more about like just who who's going to be a reliable guy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who who yeah. can you depend on? And uh, hopefully they can find that out in the next two weeks. Because Freddie, it's it's weird. I I don't know about you, but it feels like this camp is kind of flying by. It is. It is flying by. You know. I hope everybody out there that's listening is, has been reading our Barosa's uh, position and and unit previews. Uh, you and Adam have done a tremendous job with those. Uh, again, we're 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 very grateful for Larosa's for partnering with us for that, and uh, they've been interesting to me. The, the ones that I've read, I've read all of them, and then we've got a few more to go. Yeah, yeah, still uh, still working away at some. So, uh, man, I. Uh... It does speak to the depth too that some of these guys you got to like. I'm going into safeties today, and yeah. there's a lot of guys there. 
You know, I, There's I mean, a lot of guys. Yeah. I, I forgot, I forgot about Jalen. Jalen Geiger has been playing well there. And you, it's yeah. just stuff you don't yeah. think about, you know, for a while. Yeah. And man, yeah. the, the effusive praise that Brad White had for use of Corker. He's like, man, he's been really, really, really good, but he can still take yeah. it to great. You know, he can still take it up one notch. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Friday night, Nick Rouse. It, mm -hmm. We're finally going to see tackle football tonight with a scoreboard with 11 on 11 players in full pads making tackles. No more of the seven on seven, no more of the ridiculous one-on-one -on -one blocking with, with shorts and t-shirts on. This is football starting tonight and I'm happy. I'm going to Georgetown for the Kroger KSR game of the week, Scott County versus Franklin County in, in the first one uh, this season for us. Man, it's going to be a good game, man. It really is like the, uh, the clash in styles, too, is really yeah. intriguing because you got a Scott County team that is renowned for their wing tee, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, misdirection, pulling guards, that whole. And then you got Franklin County, the Flyers, they were, they were flying the ball all around the field last year going to the state championship. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to yeah, be a great matchup. That's, yeah, the, the quarterback from last year graduated. Uh, but you got Caden Mormon uh, running back with a Wisconsin offer, Kentucky offer for Franklin County. Uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see him play. Scott County, Campton Martin was a KSR All-Stater last year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Scott County 7-1 and one, a year ago, lost to Douglas in the playoffs. Franklin County lost in overtime to Bull County in the state championship game. So I think we got the right game this week. And I'm looking forward to going to Georgetown. First game, Scott County versus Franklin County is at 6 p.m. The second game is Great Crossings versus uh, Western Hills. Great Crossing, uh, obviously, with Caleb Perry, the, ten the linebacker committed to Tennessee. Fisher, the defensive end, recently picked up a Kentucky offer. He's a junior, six foot six defensive end. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. So, uh, fun night for football. You and you're traveling. You can't go out for a game tonight. No, unfortunately not. I'll be up in Ohio. Got got one last trip up there before you know college football season really gets rolling. But uh, I, yeah. I'm anxious to see how we got a big game in my city, uh, Manual versus Central. That should be a good yeah. one. Juwan Northington in action. Uh, Central going to name the field after Ty Scroggins. So very Love very it. happy to see that. Love that. Um, I love that. I, I love Ty Scroggins. He was a friend of mine. Uh, God rest his soul. He's he was a, he was a beautiful human being. Uh, love spending time with him. A pure football guy, and he surely is missed. Yeah, just a great leader in the state. Not only kids, but also fellow coaches and other um, oh, yeah. coaches out there too. So yeah, um, a lot of folks happy to see that. Didn't take a long to cut through red tape to make that happen. But speaking of red, Good. the Red Devils in Owensboro are taking on St. X. It's a, yeah. it's it's a good. There's there's some high expectations over there on popper level, and uh, they're they're getting a, a good test to start. So, um, and I know that at least in Owensboro, Owensboro's case, I I, I worry about their size. Um, St. X has got a kid, Micah Carter, who is yeah. a junior that I believe he's got a Kentucky offer. He's got quite a few scholarship offers. And that kid, he looks like a he looks like a grown ass man, Freddie. Yeah, yeah, that's going <laughs> to be a good one. St. X goes to, to Central next Friday. So 
the Tigers, mm. uh, strong, strong schedule potential, there coming potential out. Potential game of the week, maybe, perhaps? Uh, well, I, listen, that, that, that's out of my hands, so I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a, a good second-week matchup. So there's some good games, like you said. Frederick Douglass at Bryan Station tonight. Yes, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the Defenders' new helmets? I have not seen the new helmets. I have seen – the new, their new logos were sent to me, but I've yeah. not seen the helmet. Oh, yeah. they slapped it on the the helmet, and it looks awesome. He, yeah, he, he doesn't look quite like Daniel Boone, but I get it. I get strong Daniel Boone Boone vibes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, next week Johnson Central's at Lexington Catholic. Uh, LCA, who's uh, man, man, they, they have a they really got, good team in two way. They're going to Brown, Mason Moore. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be a Same. that'll be a real good one. St. X at Central, like you said, Covenant Catholics going to Belfry. There's a lot of good games next week, too. So stay tuned and make mm -hmm. sure that you follow KSR for our Kroger KSR Game of the Week. Uh, Nick, thank you for, for being on here with me. And mm -hmm. thanks for uh, to, for, to SOAR Performance for partnering us with this podcast. Go ahead and be relentless. Shield always has you covered, Nick. Hydrate now with a bottle of Shield available at your local Kentucky convenience stores. Learn more at drinksword.com. Built in the bluegrass, built by Sword Performance. Nick, y'all travel safe. Have mm -hmm. a good weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and enjoy your Twitter uh, with the scores tonight coming in. That's always oh, exciting. That's it's fun. football season. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, you know, please, when I say this, don't feel sorry for me, but this is, I, I'm, I am locked in. I am working busy every weekend from now until January. How about that? <laughs> I, and I love it. You know, I love yeah. it. So love it. It's all Absolutely. good. Yeah. Well, I hope you like, enjoyed this podcast. Uh, what do they need to do, Nick? Liking us and download us and yeah, whatever. like, download, subscribe, and uh, we'll be back with more before you know it. Also go ahead and, yeah get over to the ksr youtube and click like on that too yeah you'll have all the best yeah. videos coming your way uh and we got we got yeah. more position previews that will be rolling out uh next week or yep. so sounds uh, good thank you for listening and go progering and go cats and grow sword and let's go <laughs> <laughs>